Welcome back, folks. It is Thursday, March 23rd, 2006. This is episode 5 of the Infested Sound. Today we're going to go over a little topic called zombies. You're listening to the Infested Sound. out there you're listening to episode five of the infested sound we're back phil believe it or not we made another episode somehow they let us make another episode and this episode is going to be a very interesting weekend so you guys ought to stick around and check out the episode it's gonna be a classic it's gonna be a real classic and we're gonna kick off the show as we always do by talking about our favorite thing in life and that's alcohol and we have a new sponsor this week that's right. Uh, the sponsor is moving on in right now, and mm. he has a little something to tell you folks at home. Ding, 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 ding. That's very interesting. Okay, this week's hey, sponsor is coming from the world of DeKuyper. Original Apple Barrel Schnapps. Apple Barrel Schnapps. Mm-mm-mm. Now, the cover looks a lot like the name. There's a barrel full of apples laying on its side. The apples are spilling out. The apples are spilling out, and I have tasted this. I've had a couple shots so far. What do you think? I'm not going to lie. I can taste the apple, but I can also taste the barrel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there is a strong barrel aftertaste. It tastes like ass. But anyway, so, it's, so it tastes great, and <laughs> that's, that's original apple barrel schnapps. Apple barrel schnapps is made with real apple juice, apple, and other natural flavors. It's produced in the DeKuyper tradition, and the result is a crisp, Fresh, naturally disgusting taste. D- delicious taste. Delicious. I think the other natural flavors are male semen. And asshole. <laughs> and asshole. Apparently asshole has a flavor now, according to Phil. I think we've got some asshole powder up in the fridge right now. Well, I never really could decide what it would taste like until I tried this stuff. Now I have a pretty good idea exactly what asshole I is. agree. It tastes like ass, but it's 24% alcohol. And we're going to drink the whole goddamn bottle. And it's under 12 bucks for a big-ass bottle. That's right. It's 24% alcohol, so Jeff's not going to be throwing up tonight. Not throwing up tonight. Hopefully Phil isn't throwing up either. Hopefully, I'm going to do my best, folks. Hopefully we don't start another fight with our mom and she busts out the Winchester again and starts <laughs> firing holes into the basement door. Nothing good happens. That's the last thing when we When mom pulls out the Winchester. But that's our sponsor today, Phil. What's our sponsor again? One more time for the One more time. DeKuyper, original apple barrel schnapps. That is our sponsor for the day. So Phil and I will be drinking that throughout the show. They have given us no money, and we really do not have a sponsorship, but it In is In fact, the they probably pay us money not to talk about their product. <laughs> probably so. Because, as we know, this show brings everything down, whether <sighs> you're listening to it or drinking on it, everything that has contact with this show pretty much gets brought down to crap. So head up to your local liquor store and pick up a bottle. Pick up a bottle. Eleven twenty nine. Barrel crap. <laughs> That's what it's called. Barrel O crap. Barrel O crap. We're moving along here, folks. We got another email. And we believe that this email might be from an actual person who doesn't know us, you know? I mean, the last one, the guy's name is James McChild Molester. James that McChild sounds, Molester. That sounds a little phony. I've been told, I saw the America's Most Wanted the other night that talked about how it could have been Ronald McDonald. He has been posing as a sexual predator online and luring kids to the Ronald McDonald house. 
That's right. We're hoping this isn't the same guy. But anyway, we got an email. We definitely do not know this person. Not at all. We, I, we really are just in shock that there's actually someone we don't know, that we don't force to listen to the show, that's out there listening to it. But apparently, somebody, apparently there's not much to do in Cincinnati, Ohio. Apparently not. And for a girl that sounds as cool as she is, she sounds super hot, even though she didn't say anything <laughs> about what she looks like. Yeah, but the way she typed the email, Phil and I can tell she's super. <laughs> the hot. way she worded things, only a beautiful woman could word things. A as beautiful well as woman. She has. Jeff, We're, do you can I, do you want to read the email? Or do you want me to? I'll re- I'll start it out. I'll let you finish it up. I'm just gonna say this girl's name's Amy. We're not gonna give her last name, but it she's starts obviously with an M. it starts with an M. Amy, and it's not McChild molester. <laughs> her name's Amy. She seems like a cool girl. We're hoping Amy will send us another email after the show today. Hopefully send us a picture of herself and we can see how super hot she is. But let's move along and let Phil read the email. Phil's got a super cool sexy boy voice. He's so I'm going to read the email now? Chicken. Okay, I'll read the email Bust now. it out, Phil. Okay. The title is The Podcast. Okay. I thought it was important that you know someone is listening that, colon, doesn't work at Arby's. Nope. Isn't from Kansas City. Nope. And this one's the real shocking one. Enjoys the show. She actually enjoys the show. I enjoy the show because I enjoy horror movies and scary things. You talk about horror movies and scary things. We do. That's what we talk about. (laughs) Works for me. Although, you did refer to high tension as, quote, decent in episode four. (laughs) I thought it was one of the best horror movies I've ever seen. Scared the absolute shit out of me and my husband. But he's a pussy. Smiley face. Amy in Cincinnati. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Amy. You are our number one listener on the website this week. Thank you for the email. And we would like to say your husband is a pussy, so... He we, sounds like a pussy. We would like to be your girlfriend. <laughs> we would like to be your boyfriend. <laughs> Jeff would like to be your girlfriend. Yes, I would. Okay, so in response to your email, uh, the part that really sticks out is your opinion of high tension. Now, high I, tension. Now, I'd only seen the movie once before you'd sent your email, so I went out of my way... I made sure I watched it this week. I rode Jeff's ass until he actually put the movie in and watched it so that this we could have an intelligent conversation about it. Correct. We were so dedicated that after she sent us this email, we watched the movie again. We watched it. I just watched the movie last night. Phil watched it the night before, so it's all fresh in our heads. We're ready to go at it about high attention now. Some, I apologize in advance for some of the things we may say about this movie. Yes. Okay. Uh, all right. My, my opinion of high attention. I said that the movie was decent because that's all that the movie is. It's decent. Worth watching. It's worth watching until the ending. Now, Amy, I don't don't know how you felt about the ending, but all right, if anybody hasn't seen High Tension and you're planning on watching it, skip ahead for the next couple minutes because we're going to have to spoil the ending of the movie. Well, Phil, it's not even really the ending. It's probably three quarters through the movie. A crazy plot but if you twist know the, in. Yeah, but if you know the plot twist, you'll know it all movie long, and it'll kind that's of ruin true. the movie. Although the ending itself did ruin the movie, so... Very that's, much so. That's, that makes sense. Okay. High tension. Uh, it's an... It's an French it's, film. It's, it's a French film dubbed over in English. The dubbing's not bad, but they don't really do a lot of dubbing, because a lot of the dialogue is actually subtitled and in French. Now, it's one of those movies, uh, it thrives on intensity. That's That's... That's what keeps you going in this movie. Very true. It's, it tries to be very intense, and it does a pretty good job. It's got good gore. Real good gore. The, the first five minutes of the movie, we see a guy getting head from a head. <laughs> I mean, he's getting a blowjob from a woman's head he's cut off. Then we got this 
Then we got this hot chick. She's masturbating. Always a plus. Always a plus. Masturbating for several minutes through the movie. That's right. Then we see a guy's head get placed in a, what are they called? The bars on the stairwell? Just the bars that lead up the steps. His head goes in between these two bars. And the murderer proceeds to take a dresser and slam it into his head, removing the head. Completely removing the head. And and spilling gallons and gallons and gallons gallons of blood. And blood does randomly squirt from it like a robotic body. So everything's going nicely. You know, you got lots of gore, masturbation. Let's not forget the part where the mom's throat gets slit. That's right. That's That's also a great part. She goes, very gory. So everything's going nicely. Um, now, Jeff didn't like it as much as I did. But I liked it up until this point. Okay. It was so a great movie. The movie's bam, rolling bam, bam, along, bam. moving nicely. Then, for some reason, they decided that they would throw this twist on at the end that makes no fucking sense whatsoever. And guess what this twist is? The girl that you think is trying to save her friend the whole movie. The girl that's chasing after the killer who's kidnapped her friend and killed her entire family. She's chasing after him to try to retrieve her friend all movie long. That's the point of the movie. So we find out at the end... That there is no killer that kidnapped the girl. It's actually the main character. The, the girl, girl who is masturbating. The main character. The girl is supposed is the to be the girl is supposed to be this nasty looking guy that drives this big ass piece of shit van. Right. So this pretty much ruins the movie because there's so many points. There's so many points in the movie where her being this guy would be impossible. Now in movies like Fight Club, you have to stretch your imagination a little bit for the twist at the end, which is very similar to the twist at the end of this. But the the way that Fight Club is different is that throughout the movie, it pretty much makes sense. You know, he is Edward Norton is Tyler Durden. He's Brad Pitt's character. And if you watch it again, it makes sense. In this movie, the guy, the killer, was sitting out in his car while everybody, including the main character, was inside this girl's house. Correct. He is sitting out in a car with a decapitated head, giving himself head with it. Now, I don't know how this girl was in two different spots at the same time. So obviously, Or you how the... she grew a penis at one point. <laughs> That's right. So actually, you know, I mean, supposedly she's in two different spots, I guess, at the same time. And not only that, when she's with her friend in the back of the van who's been kidnapped, trying to save her friend and release her from this van, the van is moving. There's a man driving this van. So obviously... Yeah, I know she lives She in... cannot drive and try and save her friend at the same time. Exactly. I know she lives in fantasy land, but, I mean, if they're going to do this twist where she's the killer at the end, they shouldn't have so many parts that don't make sense. Another part. The girl is in a van, and then the main character, the kidnapped girl, is in a van with the killer. And the main character is in a separate automobile chasing it through the woods. So we're supposed to believe that the main character is driving two cars at the same time. That's what That's what we're supposed to believe, I guess. Not only that, and it's a pretty sweet ass yellow sports car. It is. So in France, we don't. That doesn't happen in France. <laughs> That's right. So there's just the movie would have been better if they hadn't done the twist. Just had her kill the killer in the end. Have the main character kill the killer at the end of the movie. You know, she beats his face in with this wooden stick with barbed wire wrapped Which around. Which was it. a now, good part. Cool. Great part. She's just beating the shit out of this guy. With this wooden stick with barbed wire wrapped around it. Even cooler, later on, they bu- they bust out a huge saw, which is used for cutting bricks and That's cutting right. huge things, and just start wreaking mayhem on a car and an innocent guy and just cutting shit up. That's another great part. So if they would have just ended the movie with the main character killing the murderer, everybody's happy, her and her friend live, good movie, good quality movie, something that I would buy. But this ending is just so ridiculous that I just, I can't forgive high tension 
for its ending. You it know, the second time you watch it, apart. you know that she's the killer the whole time along, and you're just sitting there pointing out parts where there's no way that this could actually be going on. It's terrible. You've seen movies in the past, like The Sixth Sense, that have that same kind of crazy plot twist at the end, but the movie's able to go back at the end and show you what spots in the movie prove that this climactic ending is true. That's right. I mean, if you're going to make a movie and have this huge ending, everything that happened prior to the ending has got to make sense. And with high tension, plenty of stuff in it makes absolutely no sense. It is a decent movie. And if you haven't seen it, I suggest that you watch it. But the ending is just... I, I can't... I mean, you said it was one of the best horror movies I've ever seen. Up until the ending, it was very good. But I, I, I can't forgive this movie for the ending. Not at all. It did not live up to his potential. completely unnecessary. Now, this guy went on. His next movie that he made was The Hills Have Eyes. Great step up. Great job. No crazy ass ending no stupid shit that can never happen maybe other than the deformed people living in the hills maybe it's because he didn't film years. it in france that might be why he, he wasn't such a pussy when he filmed the new <laughs> hills have eyes so uh amy that is our review sorry if we've offended you we know you really like this movie i also liked it i just got serious beef with the ending if you have if you want to dispute anything that we said send us another email we'll discuss it again next week Correct. High tension. Once again, Phil and I think it didn't live up to its potential. The ending was crap. The plot twist was crap. It was a movie that just did not live up to what it could have. That's right. So that is High Tension. That's our quick little review over High Tension. Thank you again to Amy for sending us the email about you actually listen to our show. Yeah, we do appreciate that you listen to our really show. We really do. We but don't want to be real. We don't want to agree with you correct. just because you like just because you emailed us. We don't want to just kiss your ass just because you just because you listen to our show, you know. So we do want to hear from you again, Amy. So cut us an email and let us know what you think and listen everybody to the rest else of the out show. There. I'm sure there's some more stuff that you'll disagree with. Definitely. And everybody else out there, cut us an email and let you know let us know what you think about high tension. What you thought about the movie, whether the plot twist was crap to you. Maybe you saw something we didn't, because the movie we saw had skips in it every 15 seconds, and it was really pissing me off, Phil. I agree. I agree. That's what happens when you get crappy copies of movies. All right, now that we've probably lost a potential friend by talking so much shit on high tension, we'd like to introduce you to some new potential friends that we think we've made. And these people are not alcohols. Alcohols. Alcoholics, possibly? No, just alcohols. You know, we always bring in our special guest, and it's an alcohol. That's right. These people are actually living, breathing human beings. Well, they are British, Phil, so let's not go too far. They're living and breathing. (laughs) They're living and breathing. No, we're just joking. We like these guys. Dave and Chad. I hope we didn't butcher those names, but Dave and Chad over at The Horror Podcast. It's a little British program. That's right, and it is awesome. Best, Cheerio, best one I've heard so far, and that's including ours. Cheerio, we celebrate Pro Graham. It's very, very entertaining, uh, very much like ours. If you like our show, you just wish that uh, we had British accents, then check out the horror podcast. I think somehow we hit an alcoholic anonymous portal, and we were all switched and smashed and crushed and divided. Separated at birth. Separated at birth, and these men... We're raised in London, and we were raised in a shithole. Or Kansas City. Or Kansas City. As some City. people call it. As some people call it. We heard this these guys' show, and it is pretty much identical to ours, so if you hate ours, you'll hate them, and we hate you. <laughs> and we'll all kill you. No, let's not go making threats now, Phil, but... <laughs> I apologize. 
their show. They like to drink like us. They like to talk about stupid shit. They talked about leprechauns on the St. Paddy's Day episode, which we thought was very commendable. Yeah, their their St. Patrick's Day episode was something else. Compared and we to all, ours, which was complete shit. Correct. And we all love British people because from the great quote from Saturday Night Live, are you British or retarded? That's right. And they're British. And they're British, possibly retarded if they're anything like us. So if you listen to our show each week, God knows why, but check out our British alter egos at the Horror Podcast. Check them out at the Horror Podcast. Hi there, I'm Jeff. And I'm Phil. Oh, no. <laughs> no, that's wrong. That's wrong. Is it? Yeah. Oh. I'm Dave. Oh, I'm Chad. And we're English. Oh, we're from the horrorpodcast.co.uk. Horrorpodcast.co.uk, that's the one. Oh. You can email us on like horrorpodcast at googlemail.com, but, you know. Ah, you're listening to the Infested Sound Podcast. Enjoy. Wow, would you listen to those sexy English men? I heard them. They sound sexy. They do sound sexy. The ladies love English guys. So hopefully you'll check out their podcast, the Horror Podcast. Give them a jinga jangle. That's right. It's the best horror podcast on... Oh, wait. The second best horror podcast. Second best, definitely. The Infested Sound, that's where it's at. You heard them. That's right. You heard them, they said. After all, who won the who won the Revolutionary War, Phil? That's right, the Infested Sound. (laughs) That's right. The Infested Sound won that (laughs) war. Well, let's move along here. Enough jacking around for today. We're gonna get into the meat of our show, as I like to say. Today we're gonna talk about zombies. Zombies in horror movies, zombies in real life, zombies in Phil's pants. Things to avoid if you happen to come across a zombie. Correct. We've got lots of facts, we've got movies, we've got, that's pretty much it, but we've got some zombie crap we're going to talk about today. As many facts as there can be about something that's not actually factual. Very true. But hold on, Phil, we will get into that later because there is a possibility that this could be factually true. But we will get into that later in our next segment here. So make sure you stay tuned because we are coming up with zombies. Want to get hurt on the show? Oh, God, yeah! Cut us an email. The infested sound at gmail.com. musical rendition by Phil and I. That is a catchy beat. A real catchy beat. sound song. You will see it or hear it at the beginning of our show. Forever. <laughs> okay, like we said, we're going to talk about zombie movies zombie today. Uh, first, we're going to start off, we're going to talk about some characteristics of zombies. In case you happen to be cruising through the graveyard one day, you see some gross-looking guy, he's taking slow steps... He's making a sound like, mm. you that's don't want to try to help him like they do in most zombie movies. That's not Uncle O'Leary. He's not sick. He's a fucking zombie, okay? Zombies tend to reside in cemeteries for reasons that we all know because zombies are dead. And the dead reside in cemeteries. That's correct. And before we get into zombies, we have to explain that there are three types of zombies in this world. There's the Hollywood zombie. Which is, of course, dead, but it has been reanimated. It has become human-like, and it has human characteristics. And these zombies usually are angry. 
They're pissed off at the world. They're pissed they're dead. They're pissed at God. I don't know what they're pissed off at. But they and they're are, extremely hungry for brains. Real hungry. They're very fond of human flesh. If you've seen Return of the Living Dead, the zombie that they tie down claims that they want brains because it eases the pain of being dead. So, Which makes sense. If you're ever dead and you want to ease the pain of being dead, eat some brains. So if you feel dead inside, put down the crack pipe. Quit shooting up some heroin. Crack and heroin are not the answer. Eat some brains. Brains is the answer. Mm, brains. High in protein. High in protein. Real high in protein. Everyone loves some brains. That's our first kind of zombie. A Hollywood zombie. Our next zombie is a little more realistic. It's called the Haitian zombie, which is a part of a voodoo tradition. In Haiti, these zombies have a lack of free will and they do not have a soul. These zombies are actually controlled by a person who has put a spell on them and created zombification of a person. And this spell or potion that's been placed on somebody allows the the person who may be evil, may not be evil, to control this person and use them as a slave to do their bidding, as we like to say, in Kansas City. So, Haitian voodoo practice, which is actually taking its borders outside of Haiti into the United States, places like New Orleans, Louisiana, parts of Louisiana, the south, the southern, southeastern coast. Full of zombies. Full of zombies. There's plenty of country music that comes out of that. We know those that kind of music's made by zombies. There have to be plenty of zombies, because who else would listen to country music? Who else would think of a song called Honky Tonk Badonky Donk? Or, what's, what's the tractor one? My girl loves my tractor. She thinks my tractor's sexy. She thinks my tractor's sexy. Only a zombie could possibly think a tractor is sexy. Scary. But that is our second type of zombie, the Haitian zombie. And our next type of, type of zombie is a, psych, a philosophical zombie, which is not the same as a Hollywood or Haitian zombie. It's more of a person who just lacks conscious experience and... Its behavior is identical to humans, but it acts zombie-esque. It acts very mellow and drone. It acts like someone has control over them. This is the category that our parents fall into. Correct. It's a condition both of our parents suffer from, especially my father's sexual problems. (laughs) I've been... My mom's always talking about how my dad's penises become zombificated. (laughs) Shit like that. Supposedly he's got pills for that, but... He said that he uses those pills when they're wrestling. I use those pills sometimes. When we're wrestling, Phil? No. <laughs> no. That's good. But those are the three types of zombies that you may see in this world, whether they're in your backyard or you keep them locked up in your basement. Or they gave birth to you. Or <laughs> they gave birth to you. And uh, we have actually seen a movie where zombies do give birth to a baby. But that's later Two. on in the show. Two Two movies. But your three types of zombies are your Hollywood zombies, your Haitian zombies, and your philosophical. Why the hell can't I say that word? It's philosophical zombies. Our favorite kind are the Hollywood zombies. I also think Haitian zombies are pretty interesting because there are reports that this really has happened in real life. I read that in the uh, Black and White Sun-Times newspaper that was at the newspaper stand. I also saw a a picture of Bat Boy who apparently molested Bill Clinton when he was a kid. (laughs) Alright, so the next thing we want to do before we get into the movies, uh, 
we want to tell you a few things about zombies. Uh, a lot of the people in horror movies don't quite understand what they're dealing with. They try to help them. They think they're sick. We you wanna, can't help a zombie. This is going out to all the directors who, for some reason, somebody has given millions of dollars to make some god-awful movie with. Crap. We want to give you a few hints, a few things you may want to use in your movie to avoid it becoming a complete piece of shit. Right. Let your characters know so that the audience can relate to them instead of the audience looking at them and being like, wow, what a jackass. Much like uh, our boss and principal at school say that. And our boss at Arby's. That's what I'm talking about, though. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Speaking of Arby's, uh, Chad, the guy we've talked about in the past that is our janitor and does our janitorial duties, we had to fire that bastard. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we want to just completely eliminate him from the show because he's a worthless piece of shit, and we don't want you to confuse him with Chad from London. Chad from the Horror Podcast. Because Chad from London is a radio cheerio, mate. Chad from London is a pimp daddy. For sure. So we, we're just gonna we're gonna eliminate Chad Keller sauce from the show because we don't want you to confuse him with the actual Chad that is not a toilet scrubber. Chad from London said, "I have a sexy mouth." That's right, and he wants to kiss it. <laughs> I think he does. Creepy. It's very creepy. Mm. All right, so zombies—they primarily crave human flesh. You don't mm-hmm. see too many zombies. You see it, but you don't see very often where they're. Chewing on a dog, a squirrel, a cat. And for most zombie movies I've seen, I think they like white meat. Yeah, they yeah. They <laughs> they they tend to they tend to stick to the white race. They steer the away part. from the dark meat. That's not a racial comment, but you don't see a lot of black folk in zombie movies. That's right. And um you might think that the zombies are pretty stupid, but for the most part, they can tell whether or not you're a zombie. You they know, really they can. don't they don't accidentally start Munching on their friend's ear, thinking that he's a human, they pretty much know who's human and who's not. So they must be telepathic. They must be, with the exception of Shaun of the Dead, where the main characters all pretend to be zombies. Hilarious scene, but the zombies are none the wiser. None the wiser. Once again, the British come out on top. That's right. The British, they just they got us on every on every front. I do hate that movie though. That movie's awesome. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Is, I, I don't have a whole lot here. Phil is not reading from a piece of paper. I don't, I don't know how to read, so obviously I'm not reading from a piece of paper. I'm actually, uh, transferring these thoughts into his head via penis through the ear. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> okay, Phil, you got any more facts on zombies that we could... Tell the people out there, maybe sure. they would If like you happen to, to encounter a zombie, you may want to try to bash their head in. How do you kill these bastards, Phil? How do you kill these zombies? Just pick up the closest weapon you can find, or use your fists. Just start beating the dog shit out of their heads. Bam, bam, bam. Because you can pretty much do anything to them. You gotta go straight Cut their six. their arms off. Straight six mafia on these bitches. Rape them. Anything. And Rape a gonna... zombie. One of my dreams. And it's not gonna work. I guarantee Bash you, me, fucking brains me and Chad from uh, London one of these days are going to rape the shit out of a zombie bitch. And I'm going to videotape it. Yep. That will be on the show in the future. Okay, usually, if you get bit by a zombie, you usually, sometimes you've got a couple hours to help your friends defeat the zombies before you turn. This is where it gets fishy. But sometimes, 28 days later, the movie, 
not 28 days from now. The movie, 28 <laughs> days later. They get quick. They turn like that. They turn immediately. You got about 10 seconds. So, I mean, depending on uh, if you want to see people turn slow, if you want to see your zombies move slow. You want I to like see to see my zombies fast. move quick. I'm sick of the slow bullshit. If you want to see them move quick, check out 28 Days Later. Mm-hmm. Check out the remake of Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Uh, can you think of any others where they move quick? Uh, Dead Alive. Uh, they're not exactly slow in Dead Alive. They're not slow, but they they're not quick. They move pretty quick. quick. Uh, they like to have sex. <laughs> yes. So, mm, zombie sex. So there's a couple that where they move fast. A couple that they move extremely slow in. Uh, the original Dawn of the Dead. Uh, Resident Evil. They move Phil, pretty slow in. Let's cut this crap. Enough of this crap. Let's get to the movies. Let's get to the movies. Let's get to the movies. All right, folks. We're, we're talking give you, zombie movies. We're going to give you some good ones. We're going to give you some bad ones. And we'll probably give you some ugly ones. We probably will. So stay tuned. Here come the movies. The good. The bad. The, bad. the Infested Sound presents The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. History in the making, everybody. This is the second installment of The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. Phil and I are back again to give you our retarded picks on good movies, bad movies, and ugly movies. You want to get it started, Phil? Sure, I'll kick things off. Uh, I'm going to go with good to kick things off. That's all right you. I think Phil is feeling good right now. All right, I am. Son and of a the fucking bitch. phone's ringing, so I don't know why the fucking phone's ringing. I know it's not my girlfriend. That's for sure. It's definitely no females calling for Jeff. Probably the police department. <laughs> yeah, it might have something to do with females under the age of 17, but it isn't an actual female calling. Phil, innocent until proven guilty. That's what this country was founded on, you bastard. Okay, so well, since that phone quit ringing, thank God, I'm going to go ahead. Before I was rudely interrupted by the fucking phone, Son of a bitch. I was getting into my good. Now good, like I said a couple Son minutes ago. Son of a ago, cock and shit. I'm going to have to go with, I already talked about Resident Evil, so I'm going to pick another one that I think is good. I'm going to go with 28 Days Later, directed by Danny Boyle, director of Train Spotting. Now, this movie was filmed in London, England, I don't fucking know, somewhere that's not here. Somewhere in the British area. They speak with British accents, so I'm guessing it was somewhere British. Yep. Okay, so this movie, good movie. Uh, the Real zombie. Good movie. The zombies move very fast, and you turn very fast in this in this movie. Uh, the disease was spread by some animal rights activists. They they break into this place that's doing genetic testing or disease testing on monkeys. Uh, one of the monkeys gets loose. He carries this disease called rage. Uh, fucks some people up. Spreads the disease. People start turning in seconds, and just into the world ensues. All Crazy. of London is overrun with people that have the rage turn into zombies, their eyes turn red, they get really fast. Uh, and it's basically... It's do they get, good... Phil, do they get bad teeth? No, their teeth look fine still. <laughs> Interesting. Human flesh is very good for the teeth. It's I got lots of protein. I see. So, the disease starts to spread throughout the country. Uh, the few survivors, they hole up in, in areas that are, I don't know, uh, sealed off from the public, I guess you would say. Bunkers. And they try to 
wait it out, see if help's going to come. Help doesn't come, though. So eventually your main characters, they end up at a military facility where the people there are positive that the world has ended, and they want to reproduce with the females. Jeff, you know what it's like to want to reproduce with females. I want to reproduce badly every day, and it has not happened. So it hasn't happened for Jeff, and it doesn't happen for these guys either. But uh, So it's a good movie. Lots of zombies, lots of gore. Uh, mm-hmm. I do have some bad news for those homophobics out there. Uh-oh. We do get a little penis shot at the beginning. Son of a bitch. Cillian Murphy, you might remember him from uh, Red Eye or Batman Begins. Oh, he's pretty cute. Full frontal. Full frontal. Close your eyes, homophobes. That might not be pretty bad. He's pretty cute. <laughs> Other than that, classic film. Classic. I hear, I hear they're working on a sequel. I hope it's true. But we'll see. 28 weeks later or some 28 more days later, something along those lines. But it's a badass movie. Check it out, yo. Jeff, give him the good. Wow, finally, Phil. I think you could go on much longer about that. My good movie, we've talked about it in the past. I'm sure you guys know what it is. We've actually talked about it today, too. Movie called Dead Alive. Peter Jackson, my old boy. What a surprise. Jeff chooses Dead Alive. Dead Alive. Not only is it in my top five favorites of all time, it is in my favorite it's zombie movie. It's in his top movie. one favorite of all time, actually. <laughs> I do have a .52 jackass. My favorite <laughs> .5. My favorite negative one. But Dead Alive, Peter Jackson's movie. Now, when people think of Peter Jackson today, they think, hmm, Lord of the Rings? Yes, good movies, good movies. They think, hmm, Donkey Kong. King mm-hmm. Kong. King Kong. Donkey Kong. Good movie, good movie. <laughs> They don't usually think Dead Alive. You know why? Because this movie grosses people out. You've got zombies making love, making sweet, sweet love, having babies. you got a freaking zombie baby. you got a zombie baby that gets put in a blender. A zombie baby that gets put in a blender that doesn't die, that flies out of the blender and keeps attacking people. You've got a jackass that's trying to conceal the fact that he's turned all these people into zombies. He's got them in his house. He's trying to feed them meals. They're having sex with each other. They're jamming spoons through the back of their head while they're trying to eat. It's out of control. It sounds very similar to our basement situation, actually. But Dead Alive is a great movie. Decent-looking chick. I mean, we're not talking super hot honey. Never gets naked. Never gets Not even close. But you're so revolted by this movie that you don't even want to see nudity. It's a great movie. It would be meaningless to you. The movie starts out with... It's very similar to another zombie movie Phil just talked about. A monkey which infects people with these diseases that turns them into zombies. High-tech special effects on this <laughs> Real high-tech. It goes into claymation mode, but it's pretty cool. And this monkey ends up infesting or infecting the mother with this zombie disease while she's at the zoo. She steps on the monkey's head, crushes the monkey's head into the ground. Brains but, and blood ooze out of its busted open head. But all too late because she is now a stupid bitch of a zombie. And she starts falling apart. They're at the dinner table. Her ear falls into the soup. The guy she eats, eats it. it. <laughs> Shit is squirting out into the pudding, and it's pretty. Get, it's getting out of control. The kid tries to hide the fact his mom's a freakish zombie. She soon turns three or four other people into zombies. He and harbors them all. Of course, they all get locked in the basement, but how are you going to hold a zombie in the basement? These zombies eventually make their way out, start infecting people. He ends up having to kill people. He kill breaks out the lawnmower. He busts out the lawnmower. One of the greatest movie scenes of all time. 
He picks up the push mower. Up into the air and just starts laying into zombies. Just a starts full mowing of zombies. people down with a push mower. We're talking blood and guts everywhere. He's tanning in a pool of blood. One of the greatest scenes of all time. That is why I made Dead Alive, Peter Jackson's Dead Alive, my number one good movie. Now I'm going to give Phil a chance to uh, control himself over here while he's in a drunken stupor. I'll go into my bad movie. I'm talking about a movie called Zombie, the original that got it all started. It's made in, what was it, Phil, 1980? 1980 is correct. Late 70s, 1980, somewhere around there. Who was the director, Phil? Lucio Fulci. Fulci, some Italian douchebag. I can't say his name. Lucio Fashumaname. But he sounds like a good guy just because he made a great movie. And not a great movie, a bad movie. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff often gets confused on the meaning of the word great. But I do know this is not a great movie, not a bad movie, but a mediocre movie. That's why I made it my pick for bad movie, because it's not really a bad movie. But it is one of my favorite zombie movies. What? In the fact that it has a couple scenes that make me piss my pants. I would never watch this movie consistently... I've seen it once in my life, and I'd probably never watch it again, but there is a good part in this movie that makes it qualify as bad and not ugly. That's true. A part with a splinter up close going through an eye, a couple naked scenes. Other than that, the movie's pretty slow and pretty crappy, but it is the one that got to start it off. That's why I just gave it the bad tag. The only one I can think of I could give the bad tag and not just be pissed off about. So that's my bad it's just zombie not really a bad movie you can check it out you'll probably only want to watch it once but i listed it under my bad category you certainly did now what do you think your bad movie would be phil my bad movie and i unlike jeff think that it's bad because it's bad is return of the living dead 1985 Mm. now this one don't get confused folks this one has nothing to do with romero romero did night of the living dead dawn of the dead Day of the Dead, and Land of the Dead, which almost was my bad. Not a good movie. But I'm going to do Return of the Living Dead. It was directed by Dan O'Bannon. As far as I know, uh, George Romero had absolutely nothing to do with this movie. Uh, made in 1985. You got your punk rockers in it. You got your awful, awful acting. Yeah. Uh, the special effects Decent. are mediocre. Uh, not a not a great movie. Uh, not a they, great movie. So let's not talk about it much because I think we got a little bit of more about this movie in the later on in the show. About Return of the Living Dead. Yes. No, we don't. No, anyway. no we don't. So the uh, the the people become zombies in this movie. Sorry, I tried people by burning a a dead zombie body in a crematorium. The smoke that comes out of the top of the crematorium goes over the graveyard. It starts raining. The rain carries the smoke into the ground. Which is a cool concept in its own. But and reanimates the bodies. Uh, it doesn't get much better after that. They come back to life. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know. You Crap. can pretty much just finish this for me. Crap. And what's your <laughs> ugly, Phil? My ugly is an unfortunate movie. It's a real shame that this movie was ever even made. House of the Dead. House of the Dead. Now, I'm not going to get too much into House of the Dead just yet, but a little later on in the show, this may have been what Jeff was just referring to, I am going to get into House of the Dead. In no, I was just minutes. trying to get Phil to hurry the hell up. What's your fucking ugly movie? 
<laughs> My Ugly Movie is not a movie, Phil. It's more of a uh, physical being, you could say. My Ugly Zombie would be a man by the name of Michael Jackson. Yeah, I, I would agree that. Michael. He is horrifying. <laughs> the man puts out some beautiful music. Let's not lie. Billie Jean. Thriller. Thriller has zombies Bad. in it. He's actually faking being a zombie in this movie, which is ironic because he is a real-life zombie faking yeah. being a zombie. As Jeff was saying earlier. I don't even know how that works. As Jeff was saying earlier, there is some, some facts leading to maybe some possible actual zombies. Not just in Hollywood, some actual living zombies. And Michael Jackson is proof that zombies proof. actually do exist. The man has a fake nose, pieces of his body fall off. He changed from African-American to Caucasian in just Very a matter Caucasian. of years. I think that's from rigor mortis. The, it's got to be. The actual process of death. The rotting of the skin. pigmentation out of the skin, starts to turn it white. The man's a jackass, he's a zombie. Let's Another zombie bit his nose off. That zombie could have been a little boy, maybe Phil. <laughs> Phil knows all about being a little boy. Maybe the kid from Home Alone. Uncle O'Leary spent some time with two of us. Phil this weekend. Brought back some bad memories. Uncle O'Leary's in jail. That bastard. That's a bad subject for Phil. He starts getting upset when we talk about his Uncle O'Leary. You just take him in the closet. Don't tell anybody about that. So that was Jeff's pick for Ugly. Uh, ugly movie. His pick was Michael Jackson, a person. Mm-hmm. I, I would have to agree with him. That's that. But House of the Dead is worse than Michael Jackson. And we will be talking about that here in just a second. But once again, that is our good, bad, and ugly picks for today. We apologize for that segment. The good. The bad. The The Infested Sound presents The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. the show goes on up next we're going to do our very special new segment four minutes with phil so hold on and check out the new four minutes with phil this movie sucks horrible Horrible. terrible Terrible. god awful -awful. never watch watch this fucking fucking movie i wouldn't watch this fucking movie again if somebody paid me Four minutes with Phil, a chance for Phil to bitch and complain about a movie he's seen and hated. House of the Dead, directed by Yu Bull. This was an unfortunately bad piece of shit. This movie is one of the worst horror movies I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Things get kicked off in this piece of shit. We got like five friends, maybe six, I don't remember, I didn't, I'm trying to erase this movie from my memory. Uh, they're going to a rave on an island off the coast of some shithole. They are late to their for their group. They pay this captain who said there's no amount of money in the world that could get him to go back to this island. Well, ends up $1,200 is more than no amount of money in the world. Uh, they get to the island. Uh, everyone is gone, but that doesn't stop them from drinking some beer, doing some celebrating, having some sex. And soon after, so nobody seems to really be too concerned about the fact that the hundreds of people that are supposed to be there are actually not there anywhere. So after a couple of more minutes of bullshit, 
the zombies attack. Now, the zombies in this movie don't live by any rules, apparently. Uh, some are slow, some are fast. Uh, kind of depends on whether the character needs them to be slow or fast. Uh, so that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I thought, until we get to the part where the zombies are attacking and you bowl, Yui bowl, Ui bowl, I don't know how to say his fucking name, but he decides that it would be a good idea. Now, they had $12 million to make this piece of shit, but Yu bowl decided that he needed to use Dreamcast graphics. So they're fighting the zombies, and then all of a sudden it cuts away to... Pictures from the game, which is, I think, on Sega Dreamcast. You, it actually shows graphics from the Sega Dreamcast game. And so the, as if that couldn't get any more ridiculous, when the zombies are chasing them through the woods, uh, apparently there's some kind of springboard that they can do backflips and flips on. And uh, at that point, that's where I turned it off. So I don't actually know how the movie ends. But I can tell you this, House of the Dead was a classic compared to Yubel's next piece of shit, Alone in the Dark. The end. Well, I think Phil has hit an all-time low with his drinking problem. Phil has almost finished a complete bottle of original apple barrel schnapps by himself. This shit's just so good, I can't stop drinking it. I have had three shots, and each shot I've taken about made me shit my pants. It's the nastiest shit I've ever had, but Phil says no to nasty, and he just drinks. Phil, I'm not a pussy like Jeff. Phil is a bit liquored up right now, but when it comes to original apple barrel schnapps, I'm going to count myself out next time. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck me. P.S. Phil, you suck. <laughs> but we're going to finish up the show here. We want to say thank you to all the people that have helped us out with this show. We want to say thanks to Dan Kogan for doing our artwork. Check out the cool zombie artwork. Phil and I are the zombies. Phil's a retarded-looking zombie with big-ass buck teeth. And I can, I've can i been sucking on his neck, apparently. I got some blood coming out of my mouth, and Phil's got some a hickey on the side of his neck. But what's new? That's just normal for us, whether we're zombies or not, apparently. I'd like thank Dan for doing that. You can check out his stuff at dancogan.com. And uh, you got something, Phil? Yeah, I would like to put a special thanks out there to the garbage men at Arby's. That would be Blaine and Mike. They do a terrific job of picking up our garbage. And I, just yeah. want, I just think that they should be acknowledged for their skills in handling garbage. Those pieces of shit are the best garbage taker-outers in this world. They're good at scrubbing the mozzi sticks off of the ground, cleaning up some marinara sauce. They know what it's all about. That's right. So just a little plug there for our pals at Arby's. So if you've got garbage, call Blaine and Mike's Trash Disposal Service. That's mm-hmm. Blaine and Mike's Trash Disposal Service. You can access them on the web at oaklandraiders.com. Uh, Oakland Raiders. Gew! But once again, let's finish up our thank yous here. I want to give a thank you to Elevator Division once again for giving us some pretty sweet music in between some fat beats from Elevator Division. Fat beats from the ATL. That's what we like to say. <laughs> they are fresh out the ATL, yo. Fresh out. They got some fresh rhymes. It's recognize. Recognize my sister. <laughs> ElevatorDivision.com. Check it out. Buy some of their EPs. Pretty good, pretty good stuff. Amy, email us back. You're our only fan. Email us back. Let us know what you thought of our review of the, quote, best horror movie I have ever seen. Wrong. But, Amy, you are the first girl to talk to us in several years now. And that's counting our mom. 
<laughs> but we want to finish up the thank yous. We're going to thank Corby at the Horror Show Podcast. Uh, I don't know if I should thank him yet, but he's supposed to be plugging us on his show. Said he's sending some business our way. You don't know what kind of things he's going to actually say about I'm hoping our show. It's, I'm hoping he runs an escort service. He said he's sending some business our way. Hopefully it's not Jeff's mom. Damn it, Phil. We weren't going to talk about that on the show. Uh, also, a special thanks to our British alter egos, Dave and Chad. Your Dave show's awesome. Chad. Our, show's, our show sucks. We apologize. Correct. And we've talked to Dave and Chad. We'll just cut him an email. We're going to work out something. We're going to trade up some alcoholic beverages. We're going to go to London. They're going to show us around Amsterdam. They're going to get us high as a kite. They're going to show us where to get the good absinthe. The good absinthe. Hopefully they'll hook us up, man, because we know the alcohol over there in Europe is crazy whack. But I doubt it's as good as DeKuyper's Original Apple Barrel Schnapps. (laughs) Now, Phil, I wouldn't go that far. But now we'd like to thank all of our listeners out there. You guys are great. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for downloading our show and taking a few minutes to listen to us and letting us know we hope you guys out there aren't afraid to cut us an email we won't tear you apart too much but we do like to hear your feedback about the show about the movies we've talked about we want to hear your opinion ain't that right phil that's right that's right phil's feeling real good tonight phil's had a good drink tonight let's get another uh ding ding dang with the glasses phil i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna crack the glasses together, the shot glasses, and then I'm going to take two shots of original apple barrel schnapps. From He's going to double it up this week, folks. One deuce. That's a deuce deuce. That's my boy Phil over there. He's used to taking a deuce deuce right in the butthole, but apparently just a deuce deuce of uh, apple barrel schnapps will do for the night. So once again, thank you everybody out there. Thanks for tuning in to the show. We'll be back next week. Episode 6 will be up next week. Who knows what we'll talk about. We'll keep you guys I don't know, posted. Jeff. April Fool's Day is on the way. That's right. What could we do? Who knows? It's going to be craziness. So make sure you tune in. And make sure you visit the website, www.theinfestedsound.com. And cut us an email, theinfestedsound at gmail.com. Any last words, Phil? No. Nothing. You guys take care out there. We'll see you next week. Well, you know what? It looks like Jeff's got a real pretty mouth. This is the Invested Sound.